Hi, and welcome to the Purdue Commercial AgCast, the Purdue University Center for Commercial Agriculture's podcast featuring farm management news and information. I'm Brady Brewer, and I'm your host. Joining me today is Jenna, Ag and Natural Resource Extension Educator in Putnam County, and Renee Wyatt, Family Business Management Specialist, and Ariana Torres, an Associate Professor of Horticulture and Agricultural Economics. Welcome, Ariana. And since you're new to the podcast, I will actually have you introduce yourself and maybe a little bit of the work you do here at Purdue. Well, thank you for the invitation to be in the podcast. My name is Ariana, and I've been at Purdue as a faculty for the past six years. I am more related to the horticulture department in terms of understanding the economics, what are the potential marketing strategies that farmers, horticultural farmers specifically, what are the markets, what are the tools that are going to ensure profitability? So that's broadly my area of expertise. Well, welcome to the podcast. So on today's episode, we will be discussing the marketing pillar. So thinking about marketing of our crops. So in essence, we're going to be talking about some questions you need to be asking about how and where you will be selling your crop as, as a farm business. Before we get into the actual content, though, I would just want to remind our listeners that you can find all this information on the Purdue Institute for Family Business website, which is purdue.ag backslash fam biz. You can also go to the Purdue Center for Commercial Agriculture's website as well for more farm management news and information. This is based on a course that is called the Six Pillars of Farm Risk Management. And Renee, would you like to give a, a brief overview to the listeners about how this work came about? Yeah, there was a great opportunity presented to us and members of the succession planning team and some faculty, some extension specialists, of course, extension educators and a lawyer. We all collaborated to come up with a proposal to tackle farm risk management, but we wanted to take a holistic approach to it. We defined six that in which farms manage risk, and those are production, marketing, financial, legal, human resource, media. That social media piece is really new, but we think it's very, very important for farms to manage their social media in a pointed and direct way. And so we incorporated the still sign up for the course. If you go to the Purdue Institute for Family Business website and click on news and events, course has enrolled, sign up, $49, and you can earn a Purdue certificate and be better prepared to manage risk. I also want to remind listeners, you can also find the material for which we will be discussing on today's podcast. If you go to the Purdue Institute for Family Business website and go to the tab with strategic business planning, you can also go to the tab that's on contingency planning for the material that we will be discussing. So Ariana, I want to ask you the first question here as we get into the pillars of marketing. What's really one of the first questions we need to ask in terms of the buyers of our agricultural product? So the first question would be, what are the potential markets for your products? I think a lot of things have changed prior to COVID, but COVID just accelerated how markets behave, how the agricultural supply chain behaves. And I think a lot of farmers found and had to find new markets. So before we start producing and before we start investing in technology, leasing more land, I think it is very important to understand what are the current buyers? What are the marketing standards? What do they require? What do they prefer? But also look into the horizon and see, okay, what are the potential buyers that may bring a higher profitability, higher return investment? 
And one of the things that farmers need to consider when they're looking into it is really assessing and going through the networks. Networks may be anything from other farmers, farmers associations, all organizations, but also attend other farmer field days. We know that networking, our of networking, it's very important for the success of farm businesses. So look at what are the retailers that you may know or you may be able to connect in through conferences or trade shows. What are the potential restaurant managers, hotel operators? So if you can diversify your portfolio of market channels, I think be better suited to have a contingency plan if anything happens. And, and that's the goal of the course is how do you go through the different steps, starting with the market can lead you to be more resilient, even if resilience, e-commerce and online sales chapter for your business. Also, that may be something that you need to consider. But the three words that I have for farmers that want to identify their buyers is network, network, and network. So how do you network and find what are the potential May gather information about those buyers. What do they want? So you're better suited to deal with any emergency. I assume that the network, network, network goes for all types of agricultural commodities as well, right? So from the fruit and vegetable farmer to maybe the grain farmer as well. Now, obviously, those buyers may look different, but it's important for all farmers to identify what potential markets are out there. So thinking about finding the buyers. Renee, I want to turn to you next. What are the four P's of marketing and how do they apply to this situation? Yeah, so you might have heard of the four P's of marketing. I'm going to go through those, but I'm also going to leave buyers four C's and you can see how those tie in. And so the four P's of marketing that we want to talk about are product, price, place, and promotion. So when we talk about product, we want to think how different differentiate from similar products. So what are some other products in the market? What makes you different? And what makes you better than the other competitors out there? And when you're thinking about how you're better in your competitive advantage, you want to think about the C component, which would be the customer benefit. So when you think about your product, link it to the customer benefit, communicating that to your potential and actual customers. As for price, you want to consider how does your price compare to similar products in the market? You want to make sure you're not overpricing your product or underpricing it. When you think about the cost, you want to think about everything from how much they're paying you to what does it cost them to get to that marketplace to buy your product and the other costs associated with using your product. The third P we're going to talk about is place. So where will you market your product? Depending on if you grow row crops, if you grow maybe vegetables, it's going to really change where you market your product. And you're going to want to think about the convenience to the buyer when you think about where you're putting that product. The last P that we're going to talk about is promotion. So how will you market your product? What kind of promotional activities are you going to do to drum up some business? And when we talk about the buyer side of that, we're really talking about communication. So the buyers need to know from you how your product is better. Tell them about the attributes of your product. Depending on your product, think about advertising. Think about how are you going to put yourself out there? so that people want to buy your product over other products that are in the market. Ariana, I want to come back to you now and let's go down four P's of marketing. So we started with thinking about identifying the buyers of your market. When I think about the product and place of where you're selling to, that really aligns nicely with identifying your buyers. 
What are some things that farmers need to be thinking for how they identify their buyers? Once a farmer has decided to market themselves with a product, price, place, and promotion, and you have really looked through your networks and what are the potential new markets that you have never thought about, one of the things that you want to do is utilize those four Ps. What are your strengths? What are said there exists. So if you've ever done a SWOT analysis, which is strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threat, use those frameworks to try to understand, okay, where could I fit in? What is my niche market? So once you do that network, you want to gather information market. If you're selling directly to consumers or if you're selling raw crops to intermediaries or processors, you want to understand what is the quality of products that it's required and what is preferred. Identify the word quality. Quality can be so many things that include maybe a label. What if buyers or consumers can actually feel more connected to your farm business and the passion that you have for producing? How frequently you have to sell and what is the cycle? There's always in agriculture some kind of seasonality. What are the value added preferences? And then with that, you also want to consider where are the packaging are there new markets? Are there promotions? Should I be thinking about social media marketing or should I be thinking about more networking and going to trade shows and try to find a connection with that place and price and product? Thinking about what are the potential regulations and prices that may be in different regions or may be happening in different times of the year. That information is going to tell you a very assessment of your markets. Again, with your four Ps, you're going to understand what are your strengths and what may be your limitations. That's how you go and find your new market. You know exactly where you're standing and where should you move forward. If you're thinking about growing a crop or adding a new crop or starting a new operation, that's kind of how you move forward with the markets. Well, you mentioned something, Ariana, on the price, and that's definitely an important topic, not just identifying the buyers, but thinking about what price you're going to sell at. So what are some of the checklist items farmers need to think about when setting and evaluating their pricing? First step when you're evaluating how much are you going to charge your buyers, and this is going to sound very boring, is determine your break-even price. What is your minimum what is the minimum you can afford to make? Maybe per bushel, per ton, per pound, per kg, whatever you decide. What is you should be selling things for? Because if you want to be at least surviving, going through tough times right now, and you want to at least keep farming, you want to know what is the minimum you can afford. That's your price floor. Your break-even price is your price floor. So once you have that covered, you may want to assess what to convey to your buyers. For some segments of buyers, the most expensive products have the best quality. So that is the maximum that the market will bear. So you have this interval between the price floor and the price ceiling, what is the maximum and the minimum. And then you need to place your price. If you're starting and you want to gain market share, you probably have different strategies that I can talk a little bit later. But if you want to retain customers, probably give some kind of discount. Or if you want to be extremely profitable, your interval is going to be closer or your price point is going to be closer to the top or the ceiling price. Are your buyers willing to pay price premiums and understand your competition? Even though you shouldn't price similar as your competition, what are the differentiation strategies so you can price them better? If you're a price, you're really need to work on your cost modeling. Again, going back, break-even prices. 
so many strategies that you can do. The most common probably is a cost plus, which is basically understanding, again, your break-even price and then adding a percentage of profit margin. You may use a skimming pricing, which is basically you're going to start with a higher price because buyers are uh, more expensive equals more quality. So you want to start higher to set this image that your farm or your business is actually producing high quality products, which probably is true. And then you lower your prices as your market starts establishing. And also you can do the opposite where you start low and then you increase as you start gaining market share. With all of these strategies, you want to be very much aware about the demographics and what are the preferences of your buyers. If they are willing to bear the, if you're doing direct to consumer kind of sales, you can do bundles. That's a very common direct to consumer sale strategy. You can do subscriptions. So think about community supported agriculture or CSA. You may also be able to do something that we call loss leader, which is have different crops that you're going to sell at the break even price and have other crops or products that are going to be gaining that profit margin that you miss products that are cheaper. That way you're attracted consumers by having products that are cheaper, more on the break even. Oh. And then you're attracting other kinds of consumers and setting those products into their basket that is going to be more expensive and more profitable for you. Again, any that you use, you need to be very much aware about your break even, what are your costs and what you need to make to survive and thrive business owner. Jenna, we've talked about who our buyers are, how to identify our buyers, what pricing strategy we're going to put on our products, thinking about the place where we're selling them. We have to market. We have to let people know that our product is out there. What are some of the checklist items that we need to be thinking about when we think about our marketing plan? Like Renee said, you're going to have different deals potentially going on that you want your consumers to know because you've got to communicate to your consumers as one of the C when it comes to your business on the internal side, you need to make sure that you're communicating your marketing plan to your managerial staff and any employees that may interact with customers. You know, you don't want to have a plan where your marketing strategy is right now you're selling apples. If they buy apples, they get a free thing of cider with it and have employees that are working with customers that don't even know that's a promotional giveaway right now because that could really hurt some customer relationships. So it's that you tell any of your managerial staff or employees that work with customers what promotions you're running and what your marketing plan is so they're aware and they can implement your plan the way you would like, but also because they can provide you with some great input to maybe give you some promotional ideas that will help draw in customers right there on the front lines dealing with the customers firsthand. Additionally, with your marketing plan, you probably want to talk to any financial professional or legal professionals as needed because you may incorporate your marketing plan as part of your business plan. So especially if you're a startup, having that written out and tell you what they see might be wrong or correct with it is always something good to consider because they'll have some nice input. Hopefully that will help you be successful with your business and be prepared for the future. Well, thank you guys. We covered how to market for a farm business. If you want to look for other farm management news and information, go to the Purdue Center for Commercial Agriculture's website at purdue.edu backslash commercial ag. For more information on the managing risk in your farm business, you can go to the Purdue Institute for Family Business website at purdue.ag backslash fambiz. You can also find both centers on social media. So on Twitter, search at 
PU Commercial Ag for the Center of Commercial Agriculture and for the Purdue Sioux Family Business Search at Purdue Fam Biz. On behalf of the Center for Commercial Agriculture, the Purdue Institute Family Business, I'm Brady Byrne. Thank you for listening.